You ever took a dip with the devil in the pale moonlight? Welcome everyone to Feelin' Film. I'm Aaron White here with your weekly new release reviews. And for this episode, I am telling you all about the new January horror film from Bloomhouse Productions. This is Night Swim, coming to us from Universal Pictures. It stars Wyatt Russell, Carrie Condon, Emily Overly, and Gavin Warren. It is directed and written by Bryce McGuire. This is his feature directorial debut and is based on a five-minute proof-of-concept short that he did about a decade ago. The cinematography is by Charlie Seroff. It is edited by Jeff McEnvoy. Music is by Mark Corvin. It runs 98 minutes and is rated PG-13 for terror, some violent content, and language. What's it about? After the Waller family moves into a new house, they find an unknown supernatural presence haunts the backyard swimming pool. Okay, January is traditionally recognized as a dump month for action films and horror films that studios just don't seem to have a lot of confidence in. You know, we get outliers here and there, but for the most part, this is exactly the kind of movie that gets put in what sometimes is referred to as dumpuary. It's not going to blow audiences away. It's not going to make huge bank. It's not great, but it's not totally a dud either. To expand upon the plot a little, Wyatt Russell plays Daddy Waller, who has been diagnosed with the onset of MS and is rehabbing, but hasn't given up on his dream of returning to the diamond someday soon. Mommy Waller, played by Carrie Condon, in what is a staggeringly boring step backwards after seeing her with such range in the Banshees of Sharon, works at the local high school where her kids will attend. Daughter, Izzy, is the more athletic of the two children and gets recruited by a cute boy at school to join the swim team. That's an idea that doesn't ever go beyond simply one single conversation, which is a bit of a bummer. And the youngest, son Elliot, is a bit of a quieter type. He also plays baseball, but it's clear that he doesn't have the athletic ability of his father, nor the inherent drive to be good at a sport. He just doesn't seem all that excited about it, and it feels like one of those situations where he's just following in dad's footsteps to try and make him happy. So they start their new little suburban life, all is going well, and they start swimming in the pool. It's not long before weird stuff happens. It seems there is an entity of sorts in the water, and it is both hurting them and potentially healing them at the same time, but in various different ways. There's also a strange voice of a girl who is known to have drowned in this pool and disappeared once upon a time decades ago, and she is calling to be reunited with her mother. That's creepy. As horror goes, though, this was never really scary at all. Most of the jump scares you will have already seen in the trailer. It does get the atmosphere of tension right, but almost all of the scares are way more silly than they ever come close to being terrifying. There's not a whole lot of blood here, just a couple of specific moments where characters get cut, so you don't need to worry about this being a gory picture at all either. The neatest part of the movie is unfortunately quite a ways into it. When the mom decides to do some research and find out what might actually be going on with this pool, which is uniquely fed by groundwater, and she learns about a very 
fascinating mythological idea and background. This left me wishing they'd spent way more time diving into that idea. Instead of doggy paddling and slow playing, the pool effectively just taunting them for an hour. All of those puns are definitely intended. For a 90-minute film, the concept is just stretched really, really thin, and it sadly feels much longer than that. Never a good thing. The ending was quite a letdown for me, too. I came away not really being moved emotionally at all, which is critical for what takes place to be effective, and rather felt like the choice made here was one specifically to set up a potential sequel with one of the more well-known cast members able to return and drive that. Would I watch that if it was made? Guilty, I probably would, but that by no means makes this movie essential. Throughout the movie, McGuire does do a really good job of evoking that push-pull relationship we have with bodies of water. We enjoy them and being in them, but we also are always aware of the dangers that they can possibly bring. I like that a lot and was constantly reminded of that feeling you get when your parents are telling you, don't go into the deep end. You want to do it, but you also, in the back of your mind, know that you got to be a little bit more careful if you do go out that far. The movie also does a great job of evoking nostalgia for people who grew up swimming a lot. I personally had an above-ground swimming pool as a kid, and we did all the stuff that is depicted here. Diving for quarters, playing Marco Polo, having pool parties, doing chicken fights, swimming at night, etc. There's not any awesome cinematography in the movie at all, but its water camera work is serviceable. One specific moment that I have to give praise to is when a character is playing Marco Polo, and the camera gives us a first-person POV of their eyesight, it reminded me so much of what it really looks like to have your vision obscured by eyelashes and water drops. Just a very familiar point of view, and one that is definitely scary if you think you might be seeing a dark subject off in the distance, and you are unaware of your surroundings and what might be going on in this very dangerous water. They nailed that uh, in a big way. Look, the bottom line is that there are far better movies out right now for you to spend your money on. None of them that I can think of really are horror, though. That's probably why this released when it did. So if that's your thing, you could do worse than this. But really, you could do so much better also by just watching something at home or saving your money and getting excited about whatever the next really strong horror movie to release will be. Regardless, if you do choose to see it, I hope that you enjoy it at least a little more than I did. Nice one will be in theaters January 5th, and you can make that decision for yourself. That's it for this episode of Feelin' Film and this review. Thank you for watching on YouTube or listening on a podcast app of your choice. Please like, subscribe, leave comments, chat with me, do all that fun stuff, and for sure, share the channel with your friends and family and other movie lovers who might get a kick out of these reviews and find some helpful thoughts in them as well. I'll be back soon with another new release review. Until then, keep watching and keep feeling 